0: Five minutes for us today. all the tradition. Cause when we be out, girl, it be that. line. It, get it started ha. Let's get it started in here, let's get it started, let's get it started
1: in here, let's get it started What's up, what's up everybody, welcome back to The Opening Line, we're your hosts Wits and Roz. Uh, you know, Wits, I'm actually going to let you get in, first word, how you doing today? Doing
2: good, E, recording the show from my new house, so times are, uh, times are good, a little stressful, but good to be back.
1: It's good to be back, and you know what that leads us right into? Way to, way to be the segue man there. It's good to be back, everybody. It's that time of year as college basketball takes center stage with the tournament finally upon us. Well, we're really in the Final Four here, and many of our brackets are busted. But if you are looking to wager this year, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info, along with the greatest contests, including the bracket contest where you have a chance to take home the top prize, which probably nobody has left. Um, head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, D-L-E-A-V, to get started. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your very favorite casino games. Online where the game starts. All right? Sick? I guess that's just, that just takes us into college basketball, which is Duke UNC, Villanova, and Kansas pretty exciting matchups a lot of pain along the way wits I mean St. Peter's is going to come out and lay a duck against he's going to lay a duck against you or uh, UNC and we're going to be without them now I mean pretty pretty devastating and uh, I'm curious your thoughts on the bracket since you've been out since round two
2: yeah the uh, the Magic Cox run is over uh, it was a lot of fun but they just got Manhandled by UNC, I think Baycott had he had 14 rebounds in the first eight minutes of that game. Um, It was an awesome run, the farthest a 15 seed has ever gone. And uh, coach from the Cox uh, got a new job, I believe it was with um, Seton Hall. Hall. Yep, yeah. So exciting tournament so far, and we end up in the Final Four with uh, some teams that we're we're all pretty familiar with. And the biggest storyline here is obviously Coach K last year. Going up against his longtime rival for the first time in the tournament. Um, on the other side, I feel really bad for Villain over because they're missing their second best player. Um, and Moore and Kansas, I, I think they're a little overrated, but I think they're going to be a little bit too much for the Wildcats in this one. As, as good of a coach as Jay Wright is, that was a huge loss. And I think Gillespie's a little banged up as well. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Duke UNC game because this is a. Uh, I don't think there could be any scripted matchup that would be better for the NCAA than this one.
1: Um, yeah, I uh, I completely agree with you. First time they've ever met in the NCAA tournament. Coach K is uh, – it feels like it's being written for him. I mean, he gets the eight UNC. This would be a great story for UNC if they made the finals. They seem like a team possessed right now. Um, yeah, they're really
2: not playing like an eight
1: no. for the past three weeks. And this is a team all season long that kind of struggled, but it only matters when you put it together at the right time, and they've certainly put it together at the exact right time. I mean, last time they saw Duke, they, uh, they took it to him on Coach K's last game at Cameron Indoor Stadium. So we'll see what happens here. But, again, seems storybook. It seems like the opportunity is right for Coach K to get that win over UNC that was stolen from him earlier in the year and then beat them on his way to his last ncaa game which would be his last potential ncaa championship so we'll certainly see i'm a little bracketed out to be honest with you i mean for the holy cox to go through and take out two of my champions and one portion of the bracket is just mind-boggling um so who gives a shit i hope jay, honestly i hope villanova wins with jay wright i like them a lot i like that program a lot and uh it's kind of my
2: last take on the tournament yeah, it's been a tough tournament for me as well. Uh, five brackets. I didn't have one champion make it past the Sweet 16, which is a, a tough look. Um, but, yeah, still exciting. I'll still watch the games. But NCAA tournament, once, you, once your bracket's out of it, at least for me, definitely makes it a little tougher. Um, but I, I agree with you, Rod. I would like to see Villanova win. I don't think they're going to do it. Um, I think the injury is going to be too big to overcome. But Jay Wright, I'm going to go out and say it. I think he's the best coach left in the final four and yeah well i'm really interested about this duke unc matchup um because duke was one of those teams i believe it was recorded i said might make a deep run and i chose to not take them in any of my brackets because i just couldn't stomach it so yeah i kind of got the same feeling about the tournament as you it's uh it's not over yet but it kind of feels like it is because i'm just not as interested anymore but same time i'll still watch the games that's just what we do
1: it's just what we do breaking news Bruce Arians is retiring it doesn't seem like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers know what is going on with their team whether Brady's retiring or Arians is retiring he is going to just move into the front office curious to see what they do at that head coach position but a little breaking NFL news because you can't really have any other sport without a little NFL news creeping into your day
2: <laughs> yeah you're de- definitely right about that um Who's their D coordinator right now? Is it Raheem Morris? Todd, Todd Okay, yeah, Todd Bowles. Um, yeah, it's interesting timing, Roz, because you had Brady retire. He comes back. Now Arians retires, um, And I always kind of saw Tom Brady as like a LeBron type, kind of like a GM of the team. So this will be interesting. I don't know who they're going to hire. I don't even know who's out there to be hired. Um, but maybe they do go back to Todd Bowles. Uh, I think it's been a while since he was a head coach. I think it was with the Jets last I want to say about five or six years ago. He
1: certainly wasn't a good coach the last time that was, he was in that position. So we'll see for sure. I mean, I don't really care. Tampa's is not something I'm too concerned about. It's the Aaron Rodgers season. Um, and I'm looking, I'm looking forward to uh, what they're going to put together, but we don't have to talk about the NFL. What we can attempt to talk about is the NBA, but before we get there, we certainly need a healthier diet of sports as we're coming to the, We ends of the sports calendar year, especially the gambling year for your boy, Roz. I know this is a gambling show and we'll give you our picks, but I definitely go on my hiatus coming up after the Masters. But like I said, here's an idea. Let's all be healthier. Wits and I are keeping track of our weight. We're looking fucking fresh. We're going to be in Vegas here in April, looking ready to pounce. Um, And let's just be honest here. Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that's top quality. With one delicious scoop, of athletic greens you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals superfoods probiotics and aptogens aptogens jesus christ to start your day right their special blend of ingredients supports gut health your nervous system your immune system energy recovery focus and aging It's also lifestyle friendly and fits a wide range of diets there's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything reclaim your health and, your, and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel paths with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any diseases. i <laughs> let take ownership of your health. <laughs> oh, man. They really like red, it. Red like a pro. You know, we're doing our best here. Throwing aptigens at me is quite the word. When I haven't read these over and you throw me a big word, there's like a 50% chance I fall into it correctly or I just whiff. And so that's... uh what we this is what we're dealing with but let's talk about the nba an unhealthy organization and dude you've known me a long time now and you know i have always defended somebody i defended him a lot i've even called him the greatest player of all time boy oh boy is his decision making right now rough he just left yeah. he just left their road trip day after they lost and fell to the 11th seed in the Western Conference, currently meaning they are out of the playing tournament, the Lakers wins.
2: This is tough. Tough look if you're LeBron, tough look if you're the Lakers. I mean, not only are they going to miss the playoffs, I think, but 67% of the conference makes it. You're telling me that even without AD that LeBron can't, you know, be five games under five hundred for the whole year. I mean, this has been—it's been embarrassing. I don't think there's any other way to put it.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, there is no other way to put it. It's actually, It's it's devastating. It's very embarrassing. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty like the Spurs have won four in a row. Lakers have lost three in a row. They've won three in their last ten. LeBron and Westbrook can't be a 500 team. Like I don't. That's what I don't understand. And like they're saying, they're doing all of it again because when you compare greatness, you have to compare it to another great element. And apparently, this looks like the wizard teams that Jordan run. At the end of the day, he was putting up points, still scoring, still MJ, but wasn't winning anymore. Are we at that point? Is this the realization that LeBron James is no longer? a top five, or even potentially top ten player in this league. Stats are stats, and I make the Kevin Love comparison in his stats this year, and that's the thing about LeBron on Instagram, bragging about his stats. You're 13 games below 500 and missing the playoffs. I don't care how old you are. I don't care what stats you're putting up. It's about making the playoffs, and you're talking about a league where 20 of 30 teams make the postseason. Get the fuck out of
2: here. Yeah, Roz, I'm I'm a little bit surprised at this backlash by you, but I mean you're absolutely right. You know, at the end of the day, the stats are they're they're a nice secondary thing, but I mean the greatest guys win games. I mean LeBron has definitely won in his career, but we're at the point now. It's like I don't give a crap if he's putting up a triple double every night. The team, like you said, it's 13 games under 500. where two thirds of the league makes the playoffs, and they're on the outside looking in right now. Um, so, I mean, the stats, I kind of think about it like a James Harden thing. It's kind of empty calories, right? They're not, they're not doing anything for me because the team's not winning. And it's not like they're not winning a little bit. They're they're losing. They're 31 and 44 and they're terrible. And this whole Russell Westbrook thing is just blowing up in their face. And is this the end of LeBron? I don't know if it's the end of LeBron, but I think it's the end of LeBron being a guy who can put a team on his back or, team
1: or or him being the guy that people want to build around he's gonna to have to be a piece now I think that's what I'm like realizing like he comes into LA they're like we're gonna build around LeBron he's the man he's still gonna run ship they get AD and I get they win that title in the bubble but like AD has been nothing but less than impressive <laughs> other than in that NBA finals in the bubble like he barely is on the court they're still below th- or 13 games below 500 I mean, Russell Westbrook has shown that the guy needs to go be in Oklahoma City or Minnesota or in a team that doesn't need anything other than stats because that's all he's good for is stats. I mean – He's I've not even as good as he
2: used to be at it.
1: And When that's gone, it's just like that guy's—that guy's not even a role player. He's like a ticking time bomb on the court. Can't shoot. Can't keep the ball in his own hands. He turns it over a bunch. I mean, you've got – the greatest player arguably of all time i know there's the jordan debate stuck with the stat stuff for supreme who now sucks and the biggest injury prone superstar of our generation whose career we yeah, got ad
2: ad is pulling on demarcus cousins in la He is this is exactly what happened when demarcus cousins went to new orleans there was talk about them being the most dominant team in the league cuz at that time demarcus cousins and ad maybe the two best big men in the league and That was really the last time you heard from Marcus Cousins when he missed that free throw and tore his Achilles. Never really came back as the same player. Um, But you know what, Roz? Let's not talk about the one team out of the playoffs. I think we've got 20 other teams that could give a little bit of I I had one
1: more stink because I do want to talk about the other teams, but I have one more stink, and I'm actually curious to see where you fall on this line. Um, I get it. We're not winning. We're not winning our MVP bet, but I have a new thought. Devin Booker should hands down be MVP of this season. And I don't know what value you can get him at. I'm sure it's gone up over the last 10 games. He's averaging 36 and four, really picking up the slack for a Chris Paulist team at times. I mean, beating the 76ers by 10, beating Denver by 10, beating Minnesota by double digits, beating the Bulls, beating Sacramento. Like they are beating all the teams. They're beating Jokic. They're beating Embiid. They aren't afraid of anybody. And outside of Giannis Antetokounmpo, who I think should be the MVP if it doesn't go Booker's way, Booker has made an absolute case for himself to be MVP. Listen to these last five games, 35-49-28-31-28. I mean, they've won nine of their last 10 in the Suns, and they're going to be the number one team in the West again. I'm a big proponent. Devin Booker should most definitely be the MVP just because he plays in Phoenix, just because there isn't a lot of airtime for these guys, which I don't understand why. I mean, look at their fucking record. They're fucking incredible. I mean, Devin Booker is my is my MVP. I'm tired of the talk. I don't give a shit. Jokic is the sixth seed. Could be worse than that with the Timberwolves right behind them. And Bede looking, doing the fall off we needed him to do with James Harden. And, I was, again, Giannis would be, in my mindset, the only person competing with Booker. But you're telling me – They've won 61 games, only lost 14, and Booker's not higher up in contention.
2: Oof, this is a interesting point, Roz. So Devin Booker has made quite the jump over the past couple weeks. Here, he's you know he's 30 to one at DraftKings, but he's the fourth guy in line right now. Uh, I would say, really, the only guy left that has a chance. I mean, you got Jokic, to minus 150, and Beads with plus 115. You got Giannis is 10 to one. Devin is 30 to one and you make some really good points, Roz. And this is where I've always kind of wondered, you know, what does the MVP mean? You know, I think it's, it's partly a stats, partly a value, partly a, how your team finishes award, but there's never really a clear answer. So I think your point definitely holds weight there. Devin Booker has been on a tear best team in the West, probably the best team in the NBA, but I guess what would make Devin Booker suffer a little bit is, you know, that's a, that's a pretty damn good team around him. And I think the reason that Jokic gets so much love, which I think he should, I think Nikola Jokic, I think is the best player.
1: More all-stars in Milwaukee than in Phoenix, FYI.
2: That's fair. Um, But seeing the difference between the Nuggets with Jokic on and off the floor, I think that's a it's a good measure to look at, but sometimes it's not always fair because you can. I think you can be an MVP on a very good team, you can be an MVP on a very bad team, but it's it's interesting. I guess I don't I don't have an answer.
1: I think it should be Devin Booker. What are his odds?
2: Thirty to one.
1: I might throw a couple shackles.
2: Shackle away. Our our Demar vet pretty much over the week. F replaced it. Went down a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. uh,
1: and they're the people – let's talk about the rest of the teams because you wanted to. I mean, the East is an interesting place. I don't know what the fuck's happening with Jimmy Butler in Miami. They've won – they're four and six in their last ten, having a tough go of it of late. Milwaukee is now only a half game back of being the number one again. Boston is the, is the surging team, right? They finally just lost, but they're, they've won Boston eight. Boston
2: is an enigma.
1: And I know yeah. you hate Boston, which I love because I think this will – but they're playing some of the best basketball in the league right now. It's got the world hype. Rob Williams is gonna be out four to six weeks now. And the Sixers are the team slidings. They've lost two in a row. Bowls continue to slide as well. They've still yet to beat a top four team in either conference. So that's uh something they're gonna to have to figure out. Um and Toronto is in that sixth spot. Um, and then you got the play-ins where the Brooklyn Nets are the worst team. Is it's not the worst team, and is there bad. It is such a bullshit thing that they're going to play in a play-in and get one of these top seeds. I mean, I don't know. I think you start jockeying if you're Miami and Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee's doing the right call here because I'm assuming seven and eight – or how does it go? Does it go seven plays nine and eight plays ten? And the is it, No, the, I think
2: it's – I think seven plays eight and the nine plays ten.
1: No, see, that wouldn't make sense because, yeah, it's going to be seven plays nine, eight plays ten, and then they – I don't. I just don't know how the seeding goes. I think they, if they reseed it or not, I'm pretty sure they do reseed. Now that I'm remembering, so basically Brooklyn is in line (laughs) if they stay at the eight. You really got to hope they get up to a seven line. Other than that, they're gonna play, um, or Milwaukee. So I mean, could you imagine a Milwaukee Nets first round with Kyrie now allowed to play?
2: Yeah, I mean that'd be, I think, a little bit better series than Toronto Boston. Um. Yeah, that'd be interesting. But my my thought on the playoffs, Roz, is you're gonna have to play people eventually. So I don't know. For me, it's it's not a big deal. Um, because if you're gonna play them whenever, might as well might as well do it. So I, I don't really care. You know about the seeding, talking about not trying to get the one seed because of Brooklyn. I think that's a bunch of pooey. Um, just my thought on it. But Roz, one team I'm looking at right now with very serious interest. What about the Los Angeles Clippers? They've been hanging by a thread all year. Paul George comes back for the first time in a couple months and drops 34 points the other night. There's talks that Kawhi Leonard might make an appearance here sometime in the near future to the Clippers. Does that interest you at all in the West?
1: It does not. It does not. Um, I think they've missed too much time together. I don't think it's – I mean, they tried this last year. I mean, and they, they got beat, you know. Um, this Kawhi experiment has been rough, also in Los Angeles. I feel like we haven't seen him play a whole lot in two years there. So, I mean, it, and it's tough injuries in the NBA. The NBA, it, like, is basically 365 in terms of how, or in terms of their season. So, if you get hurt, you miss usually the next season. It's pretty. It's a. It's a wild way to look at it. I mean, um, but I, I do think they don't have enough going. I don't think they're gonna have the momentum that they need. I don't think they're better than the Suns. I don't think that team is better. Um, And then I think they could get a lucky draw with the Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies being a higher seed is an interesting place. I think they're young. They're having fun. They've won five in a row. They've won nine out of their last 10. Um, But that's a young team that's going to be good for the long haul, but not necessarily my favorite to pick to win an NBA title this year. I think they need some playoff legs underneath them, not to mention, I think Golden State is setting up for an awesome spot, right? Being the three, you don't have to play the one until the Western Conference Finals. I think Golden State, although they've lost three in a row, I think they're going to be firing all cylinders for the hell of Draymond. I think Clay and Steph will get hot at the right time. Golden State, for me, is a fun team to pick. I like them to win the title. I like them to beat Brooklyn, actually, in the finals. Um, and I think that'd be an insane matchup to see Kevin
2: Durant against his old team. Yeah, that would be sick. Um, yeah, it seems like not a lot of people are, are talking about Golden State. We're we're always looking at the top and the bottom of the playoff race, but in the middle, some sneaky teams there. Another sneaky team for me, Roz. What about the Dallas Mavericks? Have no, you want to fucking come at
1: if you. If you want to come at the Celtics, I'm coming at the Mavericks. They're a load of horseshit.
2: Uh maybe, but I like Luca. Um, but I would say another team, how about a disappointing team, Roz? The Utah Jazz have really had a tough second half here. I mean, that team I thought was going to maybe be the one or two seed in the West, but they've just been, they've been hurt. They've been playing bad and they're a five seed now. And you got to wonder if Donovan Mitchell leaves, could this be the end of the Utah Jazz run that never even really started?
1: (laughs) They are. I mean the Jazz. There was somebody who they were compared to that cracked me up. I think it was an NFL team, but they—they uh, they are just—they start as one. They look fucking good together, and they just—they don't have the legs either. I mean, they don't have—they don't have enough to push them past some of these other contenders in the West. And I'm with you. I think the the slide is going to continue. They've lost five in a row. I think Nuggets will overtake them, and then you got Minnesota, Minnesota. sitting in the wings potentially gonna try to play themselves out of that play-in game and you got you can have the jazz playing in the play-in tournament
2: yeah all very possible right now um let me see if there's any team that we missed that i wanted to talk about well i'm I'm holding out hope for our Bulls. i don't have a lot of hope right now but
1: dude i've never we were so high on the Bulls. i've never been so low on them like they're just bowling it you know they make they make themselves look so good He didn't really realize that they were playing a cupcake schedule. And then, yeah, it's insane to me, honestly, how bad they are.
2: I feel like the Bulls are a little bit like the Eagles. They beat all the bad teams. They don't beat any of the good teams. And that just kind of puts them right in the middle. Nothing Uh, to get too excited about.
1: uh, Sounds like somebody's backtracking a little bit, if you ask me. Nope.
2: Hey, still a playoff team. Still got a shot.
1: Uh, See, he just Um, wanted to work in the Eagles today. That's all he wanted out of that. Yeah, I, I have that, more respect for the Bulls and the Eagles, but the Bulls got they. Dude, I can see the Bulls if they follow the playing game, they can get the boot. And I have the I have a fear that they could also they would also be swept in a series if they got say they drew the Sixers or the Bucks.
2: Uh, I don't know. I think the Sixers are poo poo. This, uh, the James Harden thing after the first two nights, everybody was questioning whether they would ever lose a game again, and now I'm looking at them. Eh, I don't know, this looks like another, uh, another Sixers James Harden special, just nothing to write home about. But NBA playoffs coming up, always exciting. I always like the NBA playoffs, even when I didn't like the NBA. I do love the NBA now. Um, but, yeah, this, this should be a fun time. We got, we got baseball starting up soon. So, we got to get the power rankings back out for everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sanders, stupid power rankings that mean no nothing. Baseball is a joke of a sport. And I'm going to let you talk about baseball, but it is a joke of a sport.
2: Um, that's just unfair. I'll talk about it when I do a little more research. But I do have a futures bet out there for everybody. Actually, two of Nope, not the New York Mets. Um, two guys to lead the league in home runs, both 40-1 to 1 at FanDuel. Got my eyes on Kyle Schwarber and Tyler O'Neal. So take that for what it's worth. But uh, we did bring Vladdy onto the show last year. Good action. He ended up tying for the league lead. Um, got these bets from the the Visa Morning Show with Paulie and Mitch. So usually pretty good with future. So I'm going to take a stab at him.
1: Hey. Uh... Wish you nothing but the best um yeah, wish you nothing but the best, but i uh who knows well who knows what'll what'll hold and what won't hold and uh I'm always rooting for i mean k b in Colorado he might be putting up numbers there, i mean, not average wise but home run wise, so watch out for that um that's pretty much the course of this show. <laughs> I got nothing left today. I'm waiting for the n f l yeah. and the masters. Um, which will be next week's thing is we'll be covering the Masters and everyone will be excited about Tiger Woods coming back. Um, and I want, it, I want it on and document that Kourtney Kardashian is pregnant. I just want to put that out in the universe. It is not on E! News. It is not on anything else. But I want to be the first one to say it. I want there to be proof, and that's what this episode's for. What's any weird closing element of this show you want to bring up?
2: <laughs> I think that was weird enough. I'm, I'm good.
1: Okay, well, I just wanted it in, um, in writing, basically. All right, that's been the opening line. We'll catch you next week, everybody. Uh, keep the line moving.